1: everybody welcome back to the refair podcast well what could be the final episode what oh my god (laughs) of the refair podcast as you know but don't worry we're not going anywhere there just might be a few changes so as usual i'm your host this week my name is pagan and i am uh i'm i'm blessed blessed with the presence of uh dan my lovely co-host
0: why 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 you gotta be trolling people like yeah, that? Yeah, do
1: you have a well actually you do have like this light <laughs> wow. gap in your curtains that gives you like this little halo. Uh yeah. Blessed with blessed with your presence. Thank you. Thank Hello. You. As as if it's like a choice.
0: Ah <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh,
1: I'm not yeah. here
0: against my will at all.
1: Yeah. You'll say what, what you're gonna say, right? You're gonna say what I paid you to say. Um <laughs> I'm gonna have a little bit of a hiatus. Hold so... on, squid
0: game <laughs> reference. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you
1: I still haven't watched that. We need to get on it. Um we've been on a little bit of a hiatus, guys, so I do apologise for gap in our content. But we're hopefully gonna start turning out some content pretty regularly and there Mm. will be a few changes that um that you guys should know about, I guess. So let's run into some of those for you yeah let's catch them up um the first of the bigger changes i think really is that we're no longer going to be a weekly um podcast we will run a weekly uh we'll run episodes every two weeks fortnightly or bi-weekly fortnight say that fortnightly <laughs> no just just fortnight this, this is fort- not just a fortnight podcast yeah we are
0: now a fortnight i hope podcast. we're all down
1: to this yeah 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 I, di- <laughs> I didn't tell you that before but that's just what this is now Oh, okay you're welcome
0: i don't like Fortnite. Yeah
1: um get on <laughs> board, <bad> <laughs> get out get on board buddy um and of course we we're probably gonna have a new name and possibly a new logo and design and a new look to the repair podcast
0: mm-hmm. um
1: as you know it so it will change um but other than that we don't really have that many actual changes to structure or um uh content really done right i mean i don't think we're going to be changing too much
0: uh yeah Maybe i mean we're familiar. gonna basically kind of stick to some of the stuff that we've been doing most recently with the podcast so anyone who's been listening to like some of the episodes we've been doing the last couple of months uh we've been very much more kind of game focused uh so like going forward we're gonna kind of stick to that formula of more of a short gaming focused podcast with some news and updates talking about new games uh what's coming out and what we're playing currently um, and also, we're going to continue to try to tie in with content that the CouchSoup website is continuing to produce and working with the creators and contributors for the website. So we'll continue to bring in contributors as guests on the show to talk about things that they're passionate about, something they might have written about on the website, uh, and any other future projects they might be working on, as long as hopefully some fun, special guests. We'll see.
1: Yeah, hopefully yeah. some fun, special guests. Um, there may be something in the works. Who knows? um but yeah we will also be hopefully having some more of our guest audience um come on so if you're a listener of our podcast and you would like to come on the show we will leave a contact in the notes and as well at the end of the show just so where you can email us um if you would like to be on our door is kind of always open that's kind of our uh rmo that was what we started with and it's probably always what we're gonna have is if you ever want to come on or leave a voice message or have your say on some topic that we'll be discussing mm-hmm. and let us know so yeah, you'll still see a few friendly faces, of course. We've we still got the regular contributors of the, the Couch Soup website. Yeah, friends of the show, they will of course still be on here. Um, like I said, we're pretty open as well. So we're going to have a little bit of progress, a little bit of change here. So you probably will not recognize a few things. Might introduce a few segments, and like we said, have some special guests on um, the show. Um, but mostly everything should be fine. But just bear with us while we're transitioning, I guess, and figuring some new stuff things. out. Yeah, well, we're just. I think I think Couch Soup obviously dropped, and everyone was like,
0: "What?" Huh?
1: Um, and and it's like left a lot of us to figure out what we would like to do. Yeah. And I think this is a good step for us, and it'll like really push us in the right direction to, like, hold our own.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. replayers will never that's die, fine. but with no yeah. with no <laughs> retro you. replay, what is the replayer podcast? And that's kind of the questions we're asking ourselves. So.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah exactly exactly but we know that we like to talk <laughs> right <laughs> i sure do i like to talk an awful lot so uh we are still going to continue talking about video games um probably the odd spot of pop culture in here and there like with movies references tv shows etc but mostly video game podcasts and we'll try and hold that down for you all mm. and speaking of which let's dive right into this week's topic which is metroid dread yes Ba-bum-bum. honestly that, that i I feel like... Is there a hint in the name? Because it's Metroid Dread. Am I dreading this? Is this something that I need to dread? I don't know. I don't know anything about Metroid. Other than (laughs) the very short and sweet episode that we got on Retro Replay. So, uh, Dan, I feel like you might know a bit more about this. So, why don't you tell me a little bit more about Metroid?
0: Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, so Metroid Dread came out on October 8th, a few days ago. Uh, I've been able to play a couple of hours of it so far. Uh, And the name Dread... It, it very much ties into a lot of the core mechanic that they've put into this new game because it directly translates to segments of the game where you're actually hunted and you can't do anything about it and you will die. It's actually what? quite terrifying.
1: I actually I have no idea. I've never played Metroid. Mm. I don't know anything of this context. I know it's been night and people have been pushing me for this. <laughs> but what? You get hunted? Do you, like can you escape that at all? Do you get alerted when you're hunted?
0: Yes. Uh, so I can give you okay. some background. This is the first time in the series okay. that this has happened. The No other Metroid game oh, yeah. has really had this dynamic. Uh, let's back up to the, the original Metroid from 1987. Okay. Was based off of Alien the movie i
1: was just gonna say this seems an awful lot like alien or alien versus predator this kind of world here am i on something well i'm not gonna go I'm into the full the right
0: history but i know when nintendo okay. made metroid they basically saw alien and said we want to make a game about that essentially and they came up oh, with their own okay. spin so they developed metroid and in the original game your your samus uh aaron or samus Aran A-ron. i've always said aaron and I've heard it, Aaron. A, a-, Ron? a-, a- Ron? Aaron. No, I stuttered. I
1: can't.
0: I can't really hear that. <laughs> a a- Uh, She's a bounty hunter, and okay. uh, Essentially, the first game in the series was an original Nintendo game, and you're it, it started the whole genre of what a Metroid game is. Uh, the, now, Metroid Dread is part five in that series, which is from 1987. It's been 35 years in the making. And we wow. finally have a part five. The last game to come out in the series was Metroid 4, Metroid Fusion. That came out on the Game Boy Advance. 2002. Yeah, it's been that wow. long.
1: Wow. So this has been a long time. People have been waiting very long time.
0: Yeah. Almost
1: 20 years.
0: Yeah. And I mean, there's been Metroid games in between there. But this is the first oh, new okay. mainline Metroid game since then. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, they...
1: Is that why... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, is that kind of why it's... Super important that this game was was launched. Like, I mean, I've I remember when like the trailer dropped and everyone was like losing their shit. I did for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, and obviously, I'm I don't know anything about these games. I can't say that I'm not a fan of them because I I've never played them, so I'm sure I might be. But um, is that why? Is because of this massive time gap that we didn't have. I guess, an official part five? If
0: you look at the original Mm -hmm. announcement, uh, I believe during that presentation, Nintendo actually said that the reason Metroid Dread took so long to be made was they didn't have the tech. I'm not going to, it's not a quote directly, but they basically were saying they wanted to make Metroid Dread earlier, but they couldn't get it to work and play the way they wanted it to at the time. So it's taken this long for them to be like, okay, now we can make Metroid Dread um and this comes off of the last metroid game to come out was uh metroid samus returns which was a 3ds game and it's also a remake of metroid 2. and that game was developed by a a dev studio called mercury steam and they actually have a kind of like a history of making uh, metroidvanias so now they also made metroid dread uh it very much has the same dna that they established with the remake in uh same as returns uh but man like it there the dread is real it is real
1: <laughs> it does so i've heard a lot about this like um being incredibly difficult to play there's been quite a few things on facebook tiktok instagram mm. where people are like hey this game is really fucking hard um i guess that's objective, that right would you say that feel, okay
0: uh, cuz hard yes there are parts of the game that are tough Uh, Like, there are tough boss battles. There are tough enemies that are a little tricky to kill or to get past. I think it's because what Metroid Dread does really well is it's very classic. It's very old school, but still a new game. It sticks to what the original game had established in the old Metroid games and adds a lot of cool new modernizations, but also is very old school. So if you die in the game thankfully the game has a really forgiving checkpoint system where if you do die you will go to a checkpoint of like whatever the last major action you completed like usually like an elevator going through a a door like leading up to a boss fight in the old games if you died you went back to your save and you had to catch everything back up (laughs) okay so it can be tough um I would say can you
1: change the I, was, I just want to cut in there yeah. with regarding to that that difficulty level where you're saying that it can be tough. Can you change that difficulty level? There is level? no can difficulty setting. One? Okay. Alright. So we're all in it like it's just, real It is now. this okay. is it.
0: You press start and you go. There's no I see. There's no okay. difficulty setting. I would say anyone who thinks the game is difficult might just not be used to that style of game. Whereas I grew up playing these games and I love Metroidvanias like Metroid is half of metroidvania that's the game that like defined the genre and if you don't know what a metroidvania game is it's hard to sum it up into a few short words but uh it basically comes down to an exploration game that revolves around finding power-ups to proceed forward in the game world like you'll find a door and it's like oh i can't open this door because i need something you keep Mm -hmm. playing you keep playing you find that something and you're like cool now i can go back and open that door and then opening that door leads you on to more progress and mystery and more locked doors. Um, cool.
1: And this is very much the same style of, like, the original one that I'd seen on, obviously, the, U- the YouTube episode <laughs> uh, Retro Replay. Um, they were It's like a like a 2D platformer? Yep. Am I right? 2D
0: side-scrolling platformer.
1: So okay. And it, this is the same, right? Yep. It
0: maintains that okay. same style of gameplay.
1: Okay. Yeah, how does that feel, though, like in a modern context?
0: In this one, uh, it's actually one of the best and smoothest feeling Metroid games I've ever played. Like, it just, oh. it feels absolutely fantastic to play the game. And I'm actually going to go ahead and pop this up here.
1: Yeah, go for it. Um, Nice.
0: So, back to that, Metroid Dread is one of the best playing metroid games i've ever played and i've played pretty much all of them um Mm -hmm. it is a 2d side-scrolling like puzzle platformer a lot of the combat in itself is a puzzle the bosses are a puzzle figuring out how to get from one side of the map to the other is a puzzle and it looks fantastic like you can see some of the video we're watching here for our visual listeners that uh (laughs) the game actually looks really good it's still very much a nintendo game it's not okay. quite as polished as, say, like a PS5 or an Xbox Series X game, but it's buttery smooth. It's like Nintendo has just found a way to make games look really well, even though it's not okay. quite as, you know, bombastic with the graphics.
1: I was going to say, is this um, like, do you find it as such a smooth game because it's Nintendo like this? this do you feel like this would work on any other console or PC?
0: I absolutely I think it would work on any platform and I mean when I say it's smooth I'm also very much reflecting on old Metroid games because if you go back and play the original Metroid after playing this you're like man this feels so clunky this feels so rough here's actually one of the Emmys murdering me (laughs) like you (laughs) you straight die
1: good times good times
0: Uh, but if you go back and play like the old Metroid games it's very it's very clunky. They very much okay. refined the combat over the years and uh, have found uh, just, again, this is Mercury's Steam's second game in the series, and they've nailed it as far as the combat goes.
1: Yeah, it looks great. I, I have to say, like, it definitely does feel like like looking at it. I think maybe just those platformers the 2D size growing platformers, they just fit really well on a Nintendo. Like, they just feel much better on a Switch, if you Mm. know what I mean, because you have it in your hand, and I I prefer those kind of games.
0: I've only played the game on big screen so far. I haven't even played it in handheld mode. But I love these style of games. I play them across the board on Xbox, PC, Uh Sony, whatever. I love these style of games.
1: I see. Cool. And are there, like, any achievements or anything? Is there a story to this game, by the way? Like, is there... Do you have a? Is there a story that comes across in part... Because you said this is part five, right? So I presume that there's some sort of cohesive story throughout all of them, or no?
0: Yeah, uh, to answer your first question, achievements, no. Because it is a yeah, Nintendo platform, and
1: Nintendo, games, Nintendo
0: course, doesn't yeah. really do achievements for whatever reason. Sometimes games will have in-game Rude. achievements. <laughs> um, but this one doesn't have any kind of in-game achievement system. Okay. And I wouldn't be surprised if they did that to avoid spoilers, you know, as far as like what kind of... Things you might see or experience in the game. Story okay, wise, right. uh the story is there, uh, but in Metroid's history, it's always presented very much through context. Uh with Metroid Dread, it's one of the first games, as you can see, that has a lot of cutscenes, but those mm-hmm. cutscenes are predominantly action. And you're kind of seeing like mm-hmm. Samus just being a badass, like <laughs> blasting this big monster in the face. Uh yeah, who doesn't <laughs> want to see that? They in, in very traditional Nintendo style, there's minimal voice acting. There's not a lot of dialogue. The majority okay. of the actual talking in the game is an AI computer that's basically talking to you about what's happening and what you need to do. And as of oh. yet, I have yet to hear Samus speak. Not that she hasn't in the past in other games, though.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's That's interesting. I didn't know that she had... A, a voice in any of the other games but that's interesting
0: yeah yeah yes and no. <laughs> sorry i'm
1: like so caught up in these graphics they're so good like i definitely see what you mean by saying that it's like buttery smooth mm-hmm. like like even just moving between levels or moving between um yeah sequences and screens and stuff it looks great yeah
0: and um you'll see like one of the things they added to this game that the old ones didn't have that adds to that is the slide ability samus has never been able to oh. slide before and it plays a mm-hmm. huge part into your movement and momentum um Almost every boss encounter that I've had, almost every situation requires you to slide. Um, especially when you're trying to escape the Emmys. That's the name of the robots that are chasing oh, you and see. trying to kill you. You have to slide to get it's through. It's not
1: like is <laughs> chasing, like escaping the Emmys from the Television Awards. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh God, not another Emmy. <laughs> yeah.
0: So even there, like um, when an Emmy grabs you, you have one chance to break free, and it's super hard to time. And if you miss, oh, it's game over. You you're dead. You're dead. So that's where the dread comes Jeez. into it. It's very, like, these moments of running away from the Emmy are very intense and like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, it's going to get me. And it's just...
1: Yeah, that gives me anxiety. <laughs> like, <laughs> the fact that it's called dread and you actually dread getting caught by it, something like that, it just it gives me anxiety. But coming from, like, I guess an inexperienced gamer in terms of Metroid, um would you recommend this game to somebody who's never played a Metroid game before?
0: Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Uh That's a hard yes, especially if you... Are,
1: Hard yes. <laughs> if you're new
0: to the series, but you like puzzle platformers, if you like Metroidvanias, um, the, the beauty is this is Nintendo saw what a lot of other companies started doing as love letters to Metroid and making it better. There's a lot of games out there like um, uh, like Hollow Knight and um, Axiom Verge. Oh, yeah. Those are Metroidvania games, and they very much took the formula of Metroidvania vanias and made them better and i think nintendo saw that and said we need to do that so this has got some of the best i've seen in the series uh some people will probably argue that it's not the best metroid game but so far in my experience as someone who didn't play the original first because i think my first Metroid game was actually fusion and then i played I played uh, the remake of the original Metroid, which is Zero Mission, and then I played Super Metroid, and I've played Metroid Prime, and I've played all the Metroid Prime games, but those are all different games, and they have a different story. So for me so far, this is easily one of the best ones I've played
1: very interesting and do you have um do you have like a rating on this game like if you were to rate this game out of 10 what would you rate it I, have you completed this game by the way or no still
0: I, i'm still very okay. <laughs> i've only played about four hours or so and oh okay. there's quite a bit going on and it's it's probably going to take me a couple more days to finish
1: <laughs> uh, okay okay well so far how are you how are you finding it? what would you rate as
0: it? of now um without having completed it i would give it like a nine out of 10 um
1: whoa really
0: oh yeah for me at least like wow. for me <laughs> it's a 9 out of 10 okay uh it's definitely a dan game but that's that's to be clear that it's a dan game for sure
1: it's a dan game what do you mean by that like do you mean that it's like, just like if, a retro style or
0: it's a game that i enjoy very heavily and i vibe with especially okay. the style like it might not be a pagan game you know like yeah, you fair. might pick it up and be like this is cool but it's not for me that kind of thing
1: uh okay that's fair. you know so it's, I like
0: it. it's definitely more based on if it's your preference or not if you're a fan of games, like yeah.
1: yeah I think sometimes it's really hard if you're trying to recommend a game like you have to consider who they are and what their play style is like and what yeah. games they like to play um, but that's fair it's really interesting that you're already rating it 9 out of 10 even though you're just in the beginning say just within the first 4 or 5 hours of, of playing um, but seeing those graphics and everything it does look very smooth The um, it's, it's interesting how like they're really good graphics but it is 2d if you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it doesn't lose anything the fact that it's a 2d side scroller scroller um looks interesting i think i might pick it up or <laughs> play it no i know that adam is is going to get it or has gotten it or something so he will he will definitely be trying that out so i might yeah. pick up his version and, and, and see what it's like yeah and,
0: definitely and, give it a um, shot the first few stages pack. will probably be okay for you when you start okay. hitting some of the bosses is where you're going to start Probably struggling a little bit. because
1: rage, rage quitting. I'm uh, out. Bye.
0: <laughs> here's the thing though, like any good part of the game, the bosses themselves are puzzles. And you have to figure out how to beat that puzzle. So
1: oh yeah. I think there's like some some of that is, you know. I remember all of that from uh like Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what a throwback. Um, you know, when you come across those those boss fights or something, and you really have to figure out the puzzle and which way the best way to defeat them is. Oh, yeah. So I'd say this is probably A lot harder, but probably a bit more intricate.
0: Yeah. Uh, You can easily die if you're not careful and not paying attention to your health, too, in the game. So that's usually like, there's a couple of times where I die and be like, wait a minute. Wait, how did that happen? And I realized, oh, I actually only had like a few hit points left. I thought I had a lot more Mm -hmm. because I'm not paying attention how many times I'm getting hit by something.
1: Ah, I see. Is there any, like, user interface in terms of, like, when you're doing, like, can you upgrade your character or anything like that? Is there Absolutely. a point system that way? Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: because you've never played a Metroid game. Um, no. Even from the original game, the way that Metroid is structured is as you explore, you find upgrades uh, to your health as well as your um, missiles, your armor, your abilities. So uh, health is something to energy, uh, you start with 99 energy points, and you pick up energy tanks. Every energy tank gives you another 99 points of energy, and it basically expands your health as you play. And similarly, missiles, you get more missiles as you pick up upgrades for it. Uh, you pick up better suits, you upgrade her armor. She takes a little less damage, or you get like special abilities that help you take less damage. Um, so there's a progression system in it without it being like a hard RPG kind of progression.
1: Okay.
0: It's definitely more old school in that way
1: <laughs> <laughs> A little retro But hey, we like that
0: But that's what excited, excited me too When they first announced this game And I was like, oh And then when they showed gameplay And I'm like, oh my god, it's a 2D Metroid <gasps> Like, that was really exciting <laughs>
1: Now, I do have a question about that, though. Because of this, like, excitement around this 2D side-scrolling platform, Metroid, that's very similar to the old game. Mm -hmm. I do know that there is going to be a first-person shooter version of Metroid coming out. Do you think this is kind of stolen, that thunder? Do you think that's going to be like, nah, it's going to be hard to beat? No, not at all. Oh, really? Are you looking forward to the first-person?
0: Yeah, because it's part four (laughs) in the Metroid Prime series.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I get it. But I presume all of the other games have also been 2D or no?
0: All the Prime games are first-person 3D games.
1: Okay, so there has been other Prime games so far? Yes,
0: this is actually the fourth one that we're waiting on.
1: Oh, okay, I didn't know
0: this. <laughs> I, like, I have no idea. No, uh, yeah. Metroid Prime... No, I'm just
1: wondering, because I think, like... Oh, go ahead.
0: Metroid Prime came out on the GameCube. And it was actually one of the best games I had ever played at that time. Like, it was phenomenal, okay. and it still is. And Metroid yeah. Prime 2 was still really good. Metroid Prime 3 was really good. Uh, they announced Metroid Prime 4 in 2017 and it was just a logo mm-hmm. and it was like, yay. And then it's like, here we are waiting.
1: Ah, uh, yes. COVID happened.
0: Yeah. Well, there was yeah, other, there the was other out. factors in that too, because originally they had a different studio making it.
1: Oh, for, I see. Okay. And now change studio.
0: the original studio that made Metroid Prime wasn't on 4. Then they stopped development with the new studio and went back to the old studio <laughs> So now the original studio mm. that made the first three games is making four.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's good news for the fans, I guess. If oh, yeah. Like the first three. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's ah, good. interesting. Interesting. I think
0: that Metroid Dread fits fine. And I don't think it's going to steal anything from one or the other. Because okay. Dread is the flagship of the mainline series. And Prime will always be Prime. And they're kind of like.
1: I see. Okay. They're like
0: two ends of the same coin essentially like i don't think they'll ever overlap with each other and then there's yeah. the the bastard game other m which people don't like to acknowledge exists but i actually really liked other M. I, I, somebody out there's gonna call me out on this i know but i will i will fight you other <laughs> m, <laughs> other, m it, <laughs> other m was a good game do
1: a chat do it
0: other m was a good game
1: interesting yeah interesting i definitely think i'll try metroid Dread. i'll i'll, I'll pick it up see what all the fuss is about um, if you listened to this, you're watching this, let us know in the comments if you've played this before. Um, or if you're interested in playing it now. Oh, wow. <laughs> Old school fan. Die hard, die hard. Yes.
0: This was the uh, nice. Mercury Steam like 3DS uh, remake of Samus 2. And I've got my Samus 3DS. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs>
0: Door. <laughs> that's, that's been our thing. Uh, Door.
1: Don't know what that sound was. Uh, yeah, let us know in the comments. If you've played Metro Jet, what do you guys think of it? Would you recommend it? Do you think it's really hard? Would you have liked um, the ability to change your difficulty level? Uh, no. I'd be really interested in hearing that because I know that there's a lot of people <laughs> that are like, ah, oh, it's way too difficult. Other people are saying that it's
0: not. It does not need a baby um, mode. Just get good, Payton. How
1: dare you, sir? <laughs> how dare you? I play everything on baby mode. <laughs> I like the baby mode. I just like to play something without being frustrated. Thank you. Well, it would
0: defeat the purpose of like, even on baby mode, how would you deal with the Emmys? Because they kill you in one hit, essentially.
1: (laughs) Yeah, maybe they would kill you in two hits in baby mode. I don't know. I don't make the rules, Dan. (laughs) It wouldn't
0: be as dreadful.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) It's a pun, but it works because you're totally right. That's true. Maybe they should make it Metroid Dreadless. Dreadless? Or something. Metroid <laughs> Less Dread. Metroid Baby. And then the people with high anxiety like me can just play those games and then not Just go play Smash Brothers
0: it. and put it on easy mode and then you you're playing Baby Metroid. Fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, that makes sense to me. Uh, yeah. All right. Do you want to throw us out?
0: Take us out. Yeah. Uh <laughs> so thank you guys for joining us for this new ish episode of the replayer podcast as we make some changes and mm-hmm. try some different things here and uh joining the discussion as we talked about metroid dread uh and let us know if there's any other games you want us to discuss on the show we've got lots of uh, new ideas moving forward that we want to talk about uh and as always you can uh, reach out to us and message us at the replayer podcast at gmail.com is that game over thanks
1: everybody <laughs> you guys have been awesome like i, I think this has been nice and like so far, we just want to thank you all so much for your support for the Replay our podcast. Mm. I think it's it's important to acknowledge that uh, we wouldn't be here without the community and without Retro Replay anyway. And we're happy to continue our journey with Couch Soup and see where that leads us. If you like this kind of um, podcast, these short and sweet, simple kind of interview style. Did mm-hmm. you play this? What did you think? Um, kind of kind of episodes. Do let us know. Like, give us your feedback. What are you playing, you know? Pagan? What am I playing right well, now? Well, no. What are you going to play for Kena. the next
0: episode? Oh, you're still waking.
1: Oh, for the next episode, I don't know. I could be stuck in some Age of Empires mm. because there's some good shit coming,
0: I'm and
1: it's very exciting.
0: You got to be <laughs> Kana, and then I can drill you about Kana.
1: Okay, let's do that. We'll do. I'll, I'll finish Kana by the next one, and then we can talk about um the 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 latest Age of Empires coming up. Sweet.
0: I'm excited. Sweet. All right. Game over, folks.
1: Game over, folks. Bye. <laughs> Fucking love that freaking song! <laughs> Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice
0: podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question. What is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.